Thanks for joining us for the interview on The Rundown. I'm Suzanne Risk, and joining me is AUC's president, Francis Richardoni, to talk about AUC's measures against the coronavirus. Can you tell us what AUC is doing in terms of um, against the spread of the coronavirus? Sure. Okay. Um, thanks, Suzanne. It's really great to be with you today. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Um, uh, the first thing is this really started to develop as we activated what we call our emergency management team, or EMT. Usually we think of that as um, a team focused on our either physical security or safety or responding to earthquakes or floods or attacks or something like that. In this case, it's a very different kind of emergency. And I would say it is a global emergency, very clearly. Um, so we decided to form uh, a task force dedicated specifically to COVID-19 or corona. In my experience, I've had way too much experience in my life in, <laughs> in catastrophes and wars and managing uh, all kinds of emergencies in complex organizations. The number one core thing is to make sure your communications systems are excellent, that they are redundant because some systems can go down. Cell phone systems go down. Radio systems go down. Uh, word of mouth is not possible with a dispersed mm -hmm. community. So make sure in advance that your communication systems are really good and exercise them in between emergencies. So now we're entering a world emergency which will touch us one way or another. Every country is affected, we, could, we can assume. Even those countries that are not reporting probably have cases of coronavirus. Um, in our, but your question is about our community and what we're doing. The measures we're taking. Yeah. So the number one thing is to work on our communications infrastructure. Uh, earlier this week, we were working over this past weekend, our vice president for communications and marketing, Dina Abelfotur, has been uh, pulling together a subset of the emergency management team. We have that subset, this task force at the leadership level, meeting at least once a day. It actually has been two or three times a day to uh, monitor what we're hearing, what we're knowing um, internally, the concerns of our community, any reports of anybody being sick, that sort of mm. thing. Um, number two, we're monitoring what's going on in the world. What is the government of Egypt saying? What is the United States Center for Disease Control saying? What is the World Health Organization saying? And, and the WHO has an Egypt-based, a Cairo-based regional office. So we're either in direct touch with those external authorities or reading what they're publishing, and they're putting out a lot online. It gets updated, I would say, not less than daily, usually hourly in, in their mm -hmm. business hours. So we're tracking not only what's happening in various countries, what are the best practices? What are we learning about the spread of this um, virus? What are we learning about its lethality? What are the best practices of other universities, organizations that bring large groups of people together? So the number one step is that. We've convened, a, we've established a task force. Number two, the first focus of that is communications. Our conversation today is in that context. Thank Definitely. you. Thank you. Um, and, and then we're look, we're applying those best practices. So the obvious things that everybody in the world knows by now, uh, putting out the 
uh, sort of public education themes. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash <laughs> your hands. And in between washing, if there's no water, if there's, still, if there's any sanitizer available and it's not all off the markets, use hand sanitizer. Um, uh, to the extent practical and reasonable, uh, mitigate uh, close contact with others in, in crowded public areas. By the nature of our business, uh, we bring people together to learn and to do research. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, do that as long as it's prudent. Uh, uh, teach people to you know minimize handshaking, hugging, kissing, all of those things for a little while at least. Mm -hmm. um, and conduct business... Uh, as not only not as usual, that's not the right word. I would say with extra attention and care until this emergency, uh, one way or another, resolves itself. Take extra measures, extra cleaning, extra fumigation of the surfaces that uh, people uh, touch. We're doing all those things. Um, I come back to the communications piece. We've got a, a website, uh, and we are monitoring it. And we want to hear from people. If there's an individual who feels ill, what should I do? Um, whether it's a faculty member, a staff member, or a student, we're trying to put the. We're looking at our policies and procedures. We, consistent with the CDC measure, we have emphasized: if you feel ill, stay home. Mm. Stay home. Stay away from others. As an ethical matter, take care of, of yourself, but don't risk. If even on the relatively remote chance, uh, and who knows, it may be less remote uh, chance, but on the chance that you may have the virus, none of us wants to spread it to anybody else. So we emphasize that message. Our students and our faculty are very dedicated to showing up for class. Mm, yes, of course. definitely. And we want that. We appreciate that dedication, and we want to keep it up. But now the number one priority is to take care of each other and watch out for each other. And the way we do that, if you have a high fever, <laughs> if you if you have chest congestion, mm -hmm. it might be a sign of, uh, of having contracted the virus. Don't take a chance on infecting others. Get care for yourself and stay away from others. Uh, can you, just to dovetail on that, could you tell me the name of like, is this website specifically for uh, reporting on the coronavirus? Yes, or? it is. Uh, like, um, could you d give me like the details of that? Uh, we put it out on our on our main website, okay. and, it's, and it's, it's a, a, a hypertext link to uh -huh. a, a special okay. page on our main website. Okay, perfect. Um, do you have any more plans to hold any more information sessions? Uh, you mean physical sessions, face yes, to face? Yes, definitely. Uh, that's actually, uh, ironically. Uh. Interesting question. Okay. So, so yes, we want yes we want to communicate more okay. on sharing information. Whether we want to bring a lot of people together, together in close proximity to do that. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, today we have podcasts, we have email, yes, uh, we have social media, and we're using those as our primary means. I ha I would have no objection to you know mm -hmm. having town halls, but um, in these circumstances. I think it's a smart move. It's probably better to use electronic yeah. means, re okay. remote means to communicate. Um, well, uh, okay. Uh, in what case would uh, online teaching be implemented? Mm -hmm. So um, one of the things 
organizations do in emergency planning is you plan in between emergencies, and, and we're doing that. And we're, uh, we're sort of upgrading. We're taking a look at what are our ordinary generic plans. You set tripwires. You, you game out what-if scenarios and how would you respond. So you pre-decide in a way so that when you hit those tripwires, you just have to validate the decision that's usually quicker because you want to get a lot of smart people together to make these decisions, right? Mm -hmm. So let's look at the tripwire of um, rapid escalation of coronavirus reported uh, by the uh, Egypt and Middle East Regional Office of the WHO or by the government of Egypt. Um, government of Egypt, Ministry of Health responds by ordering closure of schools. A lot of countries have done this. The United States, yeah, um, some um, states have, right? Definitely. Uh, and I think the UK also planned to uh, cancel classes for two weeks. Sure. And Italy, I think. So that's a tripwire. <laughs> yeah. Um, we hit that tripwire. Or here's another one, even short of a declaration like that. First case of coronavirus confirmed at AUC. Right? Make, it, make it happen. Or rumored even. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, five students... Uh, become seriously ill, mm -hmm. uh, even before confirmation. They've been sent home, they're getting checked, uh, or even before results come back. What do you do? So we've played through those scenarios. And several of those tripwires could lead to closing of the university, whether in accordance with a government order or our own internal decision that that's prudent to do. Then what? What are our core objectives? Number one objective every day, emergency, no emergency, is the health, safety, security of all of our students, faculty, staff, and visitors to campus. And the closely related second one is the conduct of our mission, our yeah. daily mission of education, uh, which is uh, it's the, trans the production and transmission of knowledge, that is to say research and, and teaching derived from research. Okay. So we want to continue those. What have we done in the planning uh, group we have? The U.S. Department of Education came out with a memorandum last Friday uh, looking at all these questions. What happens if universities have to close the normal conduct of their physical classes? In what cases would online uh, and blended learning be an acceptable substitute that will allow the students to get credit for their spring term. That's It's spelled out in great detail by the U.S. Department of Education, and that guides the accrediting agencies of the United States, which govern AUC. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I haven't seen the Egyptian accrediting agency, Nahai, <laughs> which, by the way, was going to be on campus tomorrow. Oh, okay. But okay. they're called off because of the rain, um, <laughs> not the virus. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen any guidance yet from Nakai, but we are in touch. Well, oh, we've read what the U.S. Department of Education put up. And it turns out they're introducing greater flexibility to allow universities to conduct classes online and credit that as a short term measure. Of course. Until uh, yeah. so things um, yeah. blow over, pretty much. Yeah. So we're doing that. And the, the provost and uh, associate provost, Aziz Alozi, uh, Dr. Mm -hmm. uh, Hoda Mustafa are, are brilliant uh, online, uh, are, are great about the technology of pedagogy, of learning <laughs> and teaching. And they've taken standing plans, elaborated those, and are testing them. They are conducting 
training sessions for faculty that were to have started, uh, I, I think, tomorrow, maybe today, and run through the weekend except for Friday with the weather emergency. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. For those faculty who are not used to doing online classes, I decided to get the training myself. <laughs> I would love to know how it works. So we're taking precautions. Okay. We're preparing for the worst. It's good to know that we're really prepared in cases of emergencies. Um, so yeah, that's all great, useful information. And I'm going to be happy to spread it to the AUCians and our community. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for everything. That concludes today's interview and this edition of The Rundown. I'd like to thank our guest, AUC's president, Francis Richardoni, as well as today's Rundown producer, Dalia Abdulwahab. The Rundown is produced for the audio production course in the Department of Journalism and Mass Communication at the American University in Cairo. The course is taught by Professor Kim Fox, the teaching assistant is Nora Nalet, and our theme music is Sleepless Nights by Anatek. Join us next week for the Arabic edition of The Rundown.